Welcome to Woman on the Rise, a podcast for women like you, who didn't come here to play small, follow the rules, or be limited by what's considered normal. Through conversations about style, mindset, spirituality, and business, my desire is to help you elevate your identity, dress for your dreams, and take action towards manifesting everything possible for you while becoming the best version of yourself in the process. I'm your host, Christy Russell, a mentor and image consultant who has styled and coached women globally and now helps other entrepreneurs, especially stylists, create a life and business of their design. Let's jump in. Hello, gorgeous souls. I am excited to let you know that my online color analysis training is now open for registration. If you are a stylist looking to bring more income into your business with ease, or if you're someone that's looking to break into the fashion industry and you want a really easy, fun, dynamic service to start offering as you get into this fabulous industry of style, or if you are a photographer, a hairstylist, someone that wants to know more about the depths of color analysis, how this would influence your photo shoots, the hair colors your clients have, and so much more. I would love to have you in this training. We cover both how to drape people in person and I cover how to do this service virtually. I cover the advanced color analysis system and this is something I've taught both in colleges and online now. And it's just such a beautiful program. So many of my students immediately start working as soon as they have gone through this program. You'll definitely see many of them in my Instagram highlights. I feature them in my newsletters. I talk about them all the time, quite frankly, <laughs> just because I'm so damn happy for them and would love to have you join me. The registration is now open and the early bird pricing for this ends at the end of the week. And I would be so honored to have you. So I will leave the link for the program registration down below. Now, with color on the brain, I thought I would cover one of the things that I don't see that gets talked about often enough, or if at all, online, and that is what happens if you are someone getting a color analysis done and you don't like your color result, or if you're an analyst delivering a color service and then your client's freaking out because they don't like their color analysis result. <laughs> Does this happen? Yes. It absolutely does happen. And although this is not a common instance, there are definitely times where this transpires. And again, this can be whether like you yourself, maybe you had this experience, uh, you know, when you had your colors done, or maybe you're an analyst that's like, oh, maybe you're new and you're thinking, oh my gosh, like, what do I do if someone doesn't like it, <laughs> right? They're unhappy with the end result. And so I wanted to expand on this a little bit more because it's not something that's commonly talked about. And the reason I wanted to bring this up is because this is a question many of my students have had and I openly share this with them because I myself I have experienced firsthand being the person on the receiving end of hating emphasis on hate I had an extreme reaction <laughs> to my colors years ago when I was going through my training I hated them I was devastated over the fact that I found out that I was a true spring and uh, anyway, I, I hated that experience at the time because everyone else that I was training with was like loving their colors. They were so excited. And here I was, Miss Debbie Downer, like, you know, totally fuming between the ears <laughs> around my palate. I just couldn't believe it. I was so upset about the whole thing. And so I wanted to speak to both the stylist in this podcast and any client out there that is either thinking about having their colors done, has had their colors done, 
and has delivered a color analysis and maybe you've had someone that's been unhappy at first with the with the end result. And so here's how to handle that situation. Now, the first, number one, is that just because you don't like the end result, initially anyway, does not mean that the analysis was incorrect, okay? Stylus, you do not need to start tailspinning into self-doubt, although I know that that's going to be your instant reaction if you're someone that's new. The thing you need to understand is that many of us identify with certain colors and we convince ourselves that we are a certain palette or we should be wearing certain colors based on feedback from loved ones, media, when they're talking about the trends or generic fashion advice in magazines. And yes, ladies, the, the advice you are reading in magazines, it's generic. You gotta, you gotta look at it with a grain of salt, if you will, and that it's not applicable for, for everyone. Right. And so, and oh my gosh, and then don't even get me freaking started on those stupid filters that rotate everywhere on social media. Guys, if you're trying to DIY it, I cannot tell you what a terrible choice that is. <laughs> it will lead you astray. And if you're seriously wanting to base your shopping decisions around colors, don't do the filter thing and then have people comment on what they think it is. It's like the truest example of the blind leading the blind, right? There's a reason that color analysts exist. This is a skill and an important one at that, because if you're really going to use this, this is something that you will use for the rest of your life. And so although you might think like, oh, it's so expensive when you're first looking at it, it's really not when you're looking at the dollar, dollar value and longevity that you're using this tool. So I just got to say that. But we get ideas in our head. I was a prime example. <laughs> when I had my colors done, because I'm so fair, I had grown up with everyone telling me, oh, you have a cool undertone. You need to wear jewel tones to brighten you up. You look best in jewel tones. Wear black. It makes a nice contrast to you. And so I was convinced going into my color analysis, not really knowing much about color analysis to be fair when I had first learned about it, but I was convinced when I saw the one of the seasons that had all the jewel tones, I remember pointing to it and I'm like, oh, that's going to be me for sure. And this is what clients do, right? Sometimes they're like, oh, I know, like, I know what colors look best on me. Like they're certain about it. And stylists, if you are listening to me, and I say this with love to anyone that's <laughs> either been a client or about to be a client for a color analyst, like your color preferences don't matter. So when a client tells me that, like, of course I'm listening and I care, but I also let it go in one ear and out the other, because I don't want to be, have a bias based on what they think their colors are when they really don't have any clue respectfully, if it actually is their ideal color or not, right? And so I say all of that, again, to emphasize that if someone doesn't like their immediate color results, it does not mean that you, the analyst, are incorrect. And consumers, if you're getting your colors done, it also does not mean that your analysis is incorrect just because you don't like the end result, right? And again, I, I want to emphasize this is the exception versus the rule. Most people have a fabulous time. They love it. They're excited about their palette, right? This is the exception, but it does happen. So that's why I wanted to talk about it. Now, having said that, if someone's upset, the thing is you just got to let people be triggered and feel the way they want to feel, okay? It is not your job to manage that. Just like when I found out my palette, it's not my, my it was not my trainer's job at the time to be like, they're there, <laughs> you know? Sometimes you just got to feel your feelings, 
sometimes your clients might feel a certain way because they feel like they've been lied to all the years from over the over the counter makeup advice, friends and family, following the trends, wasting so much money. And so that can be part of their reaction. So you got to let them feel how they want to feel, right? That's part of our human process. And the other thing I want to say is clients out there, you know, be open to possibility when you have your appointment. The less flexible you are, the more shock you're going to feel, right? And again, most people truly are obsessed and love their palate by the end. So again, I'm only talking to the few, but you got to be open if you're going into a process like this, because truly you really don't know what colors look best. You might have an idea, but you need to be flexible with it. So that's the first thing that you need to, to keep in mind. Now, the second thing to keep in mind is to show people that they're not giving up their vibe by having a different palette than what they thought was going to be theirs. And what I mean by this is that people often bring an association to colors, whether it's a color they don't like because of an experience they had, or it brings up a certain emotion, or they associate a certain energy to it. And that can be oftentimes why they might shun it at first glance. So as an example of this, um, you know, I had a client a couple years back that turned out to be a true autumn. So again, a lot of those beautiful, rich colors we find in the fall time, you know, the, the olive greens and the burnt oranges and those like really like gorgeous Merlot reds, like stunning. And she was someone that very clearly had a bold personality, like a really sparkly personality, but it was bold. You could tell like she's a woman who knows what she wants and um, like she was a go-getter. And I find that a lot of my, my bold women, for example, and a lot of women in general, I I shouldn't generalize, but a lot of women go to want to wear black or bold colors that associate with the winter palette because it reinforces their feeling bold, right? And there's a lot of color psychology that backs colors, why we either feel a certain way when we're wearing them or why we think certain things when seeing them. Like there's lots of science behind reasons why we could go on and on about it forever. <laughs> but but if someone doesn't, if someone with a bold personality, as an example of this, does not end up with the bold palette, right? There's like a, a feeling that immediately hits of them thinking that they can no longer be edgy or bold themselves. Does that make sense? And so as a result, they end up feeling like they've lost their edge or they're no longer going to have their edge when they, when they get dressed. And that could not be further from the truth. It's just, they've so sold themselves on what they're used to or what their go-tos are. And so the immediate reaction is like, no, I don't, I don't like that because it's not what's currently hanging up in their closet. And so I say all of that, again, consumers be open to possibility. You can create any vibe with any kind of color palette. But also stylists, it's your job or color analysts, it's your job to show your clients what is possible. And so even for mine, I, I give them outfit examples to see how they can create or utilize their palette in a way that feels good to them. And so this client I, I'm mentioning that had her reaction to being an autumn palette, you know, when she had it, I sent her some more examples of outfits of looks that had a little bit more of a sexiness to it and so um and some drama so i sent a few things in like longer dramatic trenches and these gorgeous chocolate brown colors or like leather with a pop of color like can you imagine like a rust orange long leather trench right and like a fitted almost like bodycon dress underneath but again either bold pop of color or maybe chocolate or something underneath like sexy so beautiful right but bold as well And I remember when I sent that off to her, she almost immediately replied, totally different tune. And she said, oh my gosh, 
I actually have a look almost exactly like that in my closet. She was thrilled, <laughs> right? But that simple reframe turned off, turned on like a different light bulb. And then she went on to say that she had a couple bodysuits in her autumn palette. And all of a sudden she felt so much better about the end result. But sometimes again, if it's the, it, we're immediately thinking of things that we're drawn to, or, or again, that we've sold ourselves on for what we should be wearing, Again, the immediate reaction can be more emotional at the top when, again, everything that a client wants in terms of their style, regardless of color, is possible for them. And so showing them that they don't have to give up who they want to be or the, the vibe or edge that they want to create is really powerful. Um, just like any color analyst listening, you know, I find a lot of those that end up with the light palette, whether they're a light spring or a light summer if it's someone that has a dramatic personality style where they're looking for that edge, that boldness, sometimes they feel like they can't do that in the light palette because it's all these, you know, tints and pastels and uh, light neutral colors. But again, if you take those light neutral colors and you put it all of a sudden in a metallic jacket, like hello, edge, or if they were to add like a little bit of pastel to their hair, more edge. Now that's definitely more creative. Not everyone will want to do that, but there's ways to make that, that style pop and give them the, the edge and that fashion forward feel that they're looking for. And so again, have tools at your disposal that can help your clients create exactly what it is that they want with their style, help them just see what's possible, right? Cause you're not obviously not in your clo their closet for that appointment, but help them see what's possible. If the off shot is that they don't necessarily like their color palette. Now, the other thing to keep in mind for all of you listening is that it is up to you how much you want to use your color. And so I say for stylists, analysts, clients, you got to detach from the outcome. Okay. Some people really need some space around their analysis in order to bring it into their world. So you're going to have some people that are want to adopt everything right away. I remember I had a client years back. She went like she was a spring and all of her jewelry was a uh, platinum color, uh, like her wedding band and everything else. And she ran <laughs> to the jeweler to have them dip it in gold to change it. Like she was very committed. We changed her whole wardrobe. Like she was living in her color. She loved it. Other clients take their time. I have had another client who was a, a deep autumn and she was someone. And I remember when she first went to have her colors done with me. She said, all I wear and my whole studio is filled with gray, white, black. And when we analyzed her, she turned out to be autumn, but a deep autumn, <laughs> more warm, rich Merlot colors, you know, it, and she's, oh my God, like she is radiant and stunning and she can see the difference, but it's been about a year and a half now. And I celebrate her every single time I see her wearing something in her color because she's only adopted a handful of things here and there, some lipsticks, a sweater, everything else. And she always uh, posts about it because she's in, in Rise when she adopts something new. And I just love that for her because it was not something she felt that she needed to force herself into because had she done that, she would have freaked herself out and been like, oh my gosh, this is not me because our clothing is a large part of our identity. And she would have absolutely dumped the idea of wearing that palette if she freaked herself out. And so there is no rush. There is no rush. You don't want to rush the process. Some people, and I say this even in the reports I give out or when I'm talking to clients, it can take up to five years to get your closet in all of your colors if that's what you desire. But having said that, some people will only ever want to cherry pick from their analysis and will still choose to wear things outside of that. 
and my purists, my color analysts that are purists and think you should only ever wear your colors. I get you may not want to hear that, but listen up. Fashion and style are about choice and feeling good first and foremost, okay? <laughs> and so you can't force someone to wear only their colors. But if you're selling color analysis, you better be damn sure you're wearing your colors when you're talking about it, right? That's just harmony within your brand. But again, be open to the fact that people will decide how much they want to use your, their colors and you have no control over that. Even myself, and I love color. Now, I'm not a purist. I would say 95% of my closet is all my colors, but I definitely have white in there, which is considered a quote unquote no for my palette, if you will. <laughs> you would have to pry it from my cold dead hands. Like I just, I will not, and you will not take it from me. <laughs> but I love cream that I'm supposed to be wearing. I love it. I'm obsessed with it. It still makes me so happy. So my closet is definitely filled with white cream and all of my other spring colors, but white isn't, is a, like a quote unquote no for me but I will not. And so I cheat, if you will, with my gold jewelry and lipsticks and all the things and my hair color is the right tone. And so in my world, it's all, it's all fine. <laughs> and even having said that in the spring palette, there's lots of apple greens and lime green. And to this day, or actually not to this day, but it's up until last year, I refused to wear the color green for my palette. I just didn't like it. And so again, I had to give myself that space. It took me 15 years. <laughs> <laughs> to finally want to wear it, but we're here. And now I've officially worn every color in my palette. So again, give yourself, if you're a client or an analyst, give yourself space around your palette. There's no right or wrong way to approach it. It is only a matter of what makes you feel good. It has to be an abundant decision or you're going to regret it. And then it will truly be a lost investment because you're going to should yourself into wearing it. It won't feel aligned. And then you're just going to ditch the whole thing as a result. And so if you're anyone out there listening uh, to this, again, meet yourself where you're at, which is my next, my next point. Start small. If you don't like your palette, again, be open and try small things. Like I love recommending lipsticks to my clients or a nail color to acclimatize your eye to seeing those types of colors on your body, especially if they're new or go to H and M or a thrift store, find a fabulous scarf with just a fleck of your color that you like, and maybe filled with other colors that you enjoy currently. Allow your eye to adjust to this new vibe and see how you feel about it. There is no need to adopt everything overnight. Your style is always about creating your design, your signature, your flair, and you want to make sure that it, it always feels good to you, period and stop. Always, always, always. Um, and so anyway, I hope this was helpful. Again, this is the exception versus the rule and the color analysis experience. Most people like love it. It's so fun. I, I love both teaching it, doing color, <laughs> although I only offer it to my members in Rise Through Style now, but I just, I love it so much. It's the best thing on the planet. And so if any of you are looking to get into this fun industry, if you want to play with color, if you want to get into fashion, I would love to be able to show you how. Again, the link is down in the show notes. If you enjoyed this episode, I would be so honored if you would head over to iTunes and leave me a five-star review letting me know. This not only feels good, but more importantly, it helps me expand my mission in helping more women feel empowered, beautiful, and of course, rise. And if you want to come hang out with me more, I would be so honored to get to know you. Head on over to Instagram. That is where I hang out the most and will give you so many behind the scenes as well as my online community, Rise Through Style, where we help you shift 
your identity into one that is more empowered and impactful for you. We help you elevate your style and of course help you step into the big dreams that you have for yourself and elevate every aspect of your life and business. Sending you all the love to the moon and back and I will catch you again in the next episode.